Okay, so here we are. Uh, this is uh, season one, episode one, the pilot. Uh, my name's Tyler. My name is Justin. And I'm TJ. And so we are here recording on September 1st, 2020, but we're not entirely sure what the release date for this is going to be yet because we're going to have to shop the pilot around a little bit. That's kind of how the uh, that's kind of how the business goes, right, guys? I would we're say looking whoever for... gives us the most money. Yeah, we're looking for the big bucks. Well, and this is actually, I've got exciting news for you guys. I, I was going to text you about it, but I decided it might be a little more exciting if we did it this way. First dibs on the pod are actually going to friend of the pod, George Soros. Oh, Ooh, yeah, baby. Yeah. Definitely. He yeah. gives Our us enough money. Split pretty evenly between him and Bezos. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so he actually hit my DMs when he found out about the pod, and he said he wanted to potentially provide financial support. Um, so I was a little taken aback at this. I basically, the, so this, this is what I said to him. I was very, I was very polite, but I, but I did say, I said, Georgie, my dude. Georgie. Why, why would you want to support a pod? <laughs> yeah. Why would you want to support a podcast that hasn't even released a single episode? And basically this is what he told me. So these are his words now. Look, kid, Antifa is an investment, Okay. I got a podcast in every zip code. It's true. Fuck's so sake. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not really sure what he meant by this, but uh, is that if, your best George Soros impression? Have you ever heard him speak? I, I'm not trying to do. I'm not trying to do that. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just reading you what he wrote to me. In, in I don't think DMs. I've ever heard him speak. I definitely haven't. I was just wondering if that's what he sounded like. I don't I know what his so. signature looks like though. <laughs> I mean, those sweet, I sweet checks. That's um, right, baby. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so, but really, I'm not sure what he meant by this, but if he likes what he hears tonight, he is going to send us a check for a substantial amount of money. Cha-ching. And so Let's here go. we are. The, 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 that's why we're here. Um, <laughs> Selling out before we even start. Exactly. Yeah, that's all yeah. I'm in this for. just want to <laughs> sell out immediately. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, okay. Let's... We'll, did you guys anything over the weekend? Any or the last week? Anything you guys saw? Doesn't even have to be necessarily political. You know, just anything funny that you guys saw. Any anything interesting? What's going on with you guys? I got a good one. Oh yeah, you go, TJ. All right. So I spent the weekend camping with my coworkers. We went to Eastern uh, Oregon, uh-huh. so we were out in the middle of fucking nowhere, um, and loads of like farmland and shit like that. All great. We were driving to this camping spot and we look out, obviously like all day we've seen like Trump signs and Trump flags, <laughs> things like that, right? But the piece de resistance was this farm out in the middle of fucking nowhere, the only house around, cardboard cutouts of Trump in their front yard. Oh. <laughs> Just straight cardboard cutouts. Damn. That I, don't is know, I don't know if a company made that or if that was custom made. Yeah, but I don't. I don't. I know. loved it. You could. Uh, you could check on the re- the RNC's uh, website. They might have them. Maybe we should. You can. Get one. Um, yeah, you can cool. get them. One of my girlfriend's friends actually 
for reasons that are still unclear, bought a cardboard cutout of Joe Biden and had it oh, sent to my oh, girlfriend's God. house. God. <laughs> Do you remember those commercials for like the big heads? Fat heads, of, like, yeah. Or fat heads, yeah, fat heads uh, that you could put on your wall and they look, kind of look like 3D and it was usually like some sort of athlete, like basketball player dunking or something like that. Uh huh. Yeah. I would like one of those of of uh, that picture of Donald Trump eating a hot dog. Oh my God. He's kind of just like nibbling. Taco salad. Oh yeah, the one of him eating a taco salad, fat head just right on my bedroom wall. Oh man. I uh... I want to see when I wake up. (laughs) Like on the ceiling. (laughs) I was, uh, I was driving. I was driving like it was, I think this was last week. um, And I saw a, a guy, it was a truck with a like a big motorhome trailer attached and on the back i was behind him and it had um balls no no not that but what it did have was you know the the cartoon uh character with like the guy that's pissing on like is it calvin yeah is that what that might be what it's called um from calvin and hobbs yeah it's calvin and hobbs okay you don't know calvin and hobbs I don't know, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god! It's just, it, this is just to me. This is like the quintessential like Republican yeah, uh, bumper yeah, right, sticker. Right. That's um, so sad. That's such a good comic. So, but what the guy was pissing on in this case, it just said Kate Brown. Oh my <laughs> god! I have okay. So weird. I have one more funny thing that that just triggered a memory from this weekend. Oh, okay. We were in, um, I think. Redmond or or Madras, Oregon, once again mm-hmm. out in the middle of nowhere, and we went to this uh, gun store because I wanted to get like a knife, and we were just kind of seeing what they had. Um, it was fucked. No one was wearing masks, and uh, it was super packed. Um, great outdoor equipment though. But behind behind the register, hanging up, they had this black T shirt, and it was the design was a U with a screw going into it, and then it just said Kate Brown. Oh my god! So it was just a screw, a literal screw. You, Kate Brown. <laughs> Weird. Justin, you you know who Kate Brown is, right? Of Didn't, course, you, I, know, okay, I know. Okay, okay. About the illustrious. Uh, well, you're not from here, so. Uh, that's, no, I just wanted to make here. sure because in Oregon right now, there's a lot of people who are very upset with Kate Makes Brown, sense. and it, it's because she. I think it's mostly because she's done like a a pretty effective job of like addressing the pandemic. It's a COVID um, thing. It's I honestly I think a lot of it is about COVID. Um, what? Do, were you thinking it could could be a protest thing? Right. Yeah, I thought it was like well, a her tear gassing people thing. But well, I think that people are more directing anger at, at Ted Wheeler about that. Yeah, that tear gas Teddy. Tear tear gas Ted. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Kate Brown's getting a lot of. They've even had. I was. It, this was like a few weeks ago. Now there was like a big uh, group of people that were. Uh, in the Kmart parking lot, um, hold and they were doing a, a rally for like the recall Kate Brown like petition. Fuck yeah! <laughs> That's um, so wild. Oregon politics is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um. So okay, I'm in a pretty good mood tonight, you guys. Do you do you know why? <laughs> no, I, I don't know why. Tyler. You don't know why? Okay, so I'm not sure if I care, but I'm here, <laughs> here okay. anyways. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I opened my phone up. I was looking at Twitter, and I saw a bunch of people bullying Joe Kennedy the Third. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I love it. Yeah, it's it's nice. And so, really, it was like maybe thirty minutes before we we decided to record this. It's it's been reported that Ed Markey is the projected winner in the 
uh, Massachusetts Senate race. And exactly. Yeah, we need to get the soundboard going. Um, we need to get the full We'll do that in post. Board. We'll do it in post. Uh, so Definitely. So basically, this, this was an interesting race. We had Joe Kennedy III, who is now the first Kennedy to lose in Massachusetts, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and he's, yeah, the, of course, the grandnephew of former President John F. Kennedy. Uh, he was campaigning to replace Senator Ed Markey um, in the primary election. Uh, and polling was a little bit, it, it was, it was kind of going both ways a little bit for a while, but I think today, uh, the most recent polling did have Markey in the lead and that it did end up kind of being borne out. Um, Ed Markey been in Congress since 1976, uh, most of his career spent in the house. And then now he's been in this Senate seat that he just won reelection for since 2013. Uh, Joe Kennedy has been, uh, representing Massachusetts fourth district, uh, since 2012 and he gained, now, why do we know who this guy is now? Uh, because of the uh, Green Dream or whatever it is. The the Green Dream. No, no, no. Sorry, Joe <laughs> Joe Kennedy though. Oh, um, I'll be real. I well, don't know much about his politics, but I do know from a quick Google image search that he does look like he has tasted human flesh. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like right. like the understudy of like an '80s bad guy actor. He looks Agreed. like Voldemort. Agreed. Yeah, he yeah. does. He looks like fucking. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like fucking um, Voldemort so in like fun. his weird like mid stage before he even like has yeah. a nose. Right. He's like... <laughs> I know, I know, it's like bad to like like body shame or whatever, but I'm gonna take the L and and, and go on record <laughs> saying that he, he he's got a weird face. Saying Joe Kennedy looks weird is is body shaming. I don't know. Maybe not. I think it's an objective fact. But so, um, yeah, I think the only reason why I know who he is is because he's just like the biggest like like centrist liberal like mm -hmm. say nothing while speaking democrat right um, and maybe and maybe the fact that we don't know too much about him is is kind of indicative of uh how so he was he was selected to give the 2018 uh democratic response to the state of the union that was when they really kind of tried so to give funny. this guy like a like a national platform you know and he's just i don't know people people aren't really into him uh, mm -hmm. and that's, I guess, part of the thing. Yeah. He's kind of a boring centrist, uh, creepy looking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, <laughs> and so it's really, so recently he has kind of like through the course of the Senate race, he did kind of present himself as a progressive, right. And he was challenging, mm -hmm. He was challenging Ed Markey, who does kind of, who is is sort of pretty much probably as good as they come in terms of in in terms of Senate Democrats, right? I mean, because yeah. yeah, I mean because Markey uh, co-sponsored the Green New Deal with uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Mm -hmm. He he co-sponsored the original uh, Medicare for All bill in the Senate with Bernie Sanders in 2017. Totally. Um, and he He's now one of the best ones we have. Yeah, yeah, and he also he recently uh, introduced with uh, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders a bill to end uh, qualified immunity for police mm -hmm. officers too. So he's he's good. It's good that it's good that he won. This this is what we wanted. This um, is big. He's one of the. Let's kind of uh, jump in real quick. Uh huh. Yeah, he's one of the biggest proponents of uh, two thousand dollars a month too. That's right. That's really cool. Yeah. Okay. Good point. We we yeah we can use people like that. It's good. Um, and, and now Kennedy on the other hand, okay, so 
like I said, presented himself as a progressive, but about two years ago, he sponsored a bill or he voted, he supported for a bill called the Protect and Serve Act. All right. So I this like was it. in 2018. <laughs> this, I like the name. This, this is very yeah. chill. And, and people were, some people were actually calling this the Blue Lives Matter bill. All right. I like it. Uh, Let's <laughs> dig a little deeper. <laughs> So this this could have resulted in prison sentences as long as ten years for assaulting police officers. Ooh, yeah. Is, what what is it now if it's not already? I I, I actually not, I'm I'm not sure, but I know that it would have increased it to potentially ten years. Super um, wild. so also this is and it it gets worse with Kennedy. Okay, so. Two years ago, he was doing an interview. I think it was with Ezra Klein on like a Vox podcast, which I know like vomit, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, he, uh, so he spoke about, okay, they were talking about marijuana uh, decriminalization. Marijuana was legal in Massachusetts at this point already. Kennedy was, you know, he was saying, I'm actually not in line with my party on this. I'm, I have some, uh, some, some reservations about uh, legalizing marijuana. Part of the reason why he said that, so he, he, he referred to his time uh, as a state prosecutor in 2008 when the state passed the, the marijuana decriminalization bill. And what he said was why this was a problem it gave cops pretext to search somebody's car if they smelled oh, marijuana. Yeah. That was a why... whiff of it. What? Yeah, exactly. Oh. And that was why he said the decriminalization was problematic because cops wouldn't get to search people's car if they smelled weed. You know, that actually happened to me. Did it really? Yeah, it was really fucked oh, up. No. Um, what do you got in there, boy? Pretty, yeah. I no. smell it. Just straight up, yeah, straight up. We were like, oh, do you have any marijuana in the car? I was like, no. Like, do you have any uh, cocaine or weapons? I was like, no. <laughs> That's a big uh, jump. Yeah, yeah right? Like <laughs> marijuana. Like, Scarface. No. Like, yeah, cocaine, weapons. <laughs> no yeah, middle they, like, ground there. They yanked me out. They searched my whole shit, and then they like um, let me off with a warning. It was crazy. Did you no. have some in the car, though? No. Nah. I had oh. nothing in the car. It was ironically uh, like one of the only times around that period when I <laughs> happened to not have it in my car. So I was really lucky. But perfect. Uh, where yeah, where I mean, was that? Where was this? You for like you know, just no res- reason, you know? residual smell. Yeah, I definitely had hot box the car, but uh, like right before. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I was definitely smoking a blunt, which I swallowed while in my head. Before. Like you roll down the window, and like the you're hot boxing, and like the cloud, the smoke comes out everywhere. No oh, officer. Sorry, officer. Is there a problem? Or like you like tried to smoke it all right before, like as you were being pulled over. <laughs> and then Joe like, Kennedy comes up. He's like, "You can search it. You can search it, officer. You can I smell it." it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was it was not like that at all. <laughs> um. So yeah, th- this race there there was some there were a few moments in this race that were very entertaining though. Uh, for example. Kennedy tried to kind of do the uh, he kind of tried to like appropriate the uh, the Bernie bro narrative in, in like so the in, yeah so he basically said that Marky's supporters were being mean to him online they're like internet bullying him cyberbullying yeah, yeah. guy Cyber wants bullying. to be a senator and he's talking about like accounts with four followers <laughs> cyberbullying him like that's the most pathetic shit I know. it's probably and, like and, fucking teenagers <laughs> it's like yeah it's definitely a lot of teenagers you know what just and like he's never some... played video games online before that's for sure yeah 
and that some, bring... like minimum wage workers who are just pissed as hell like yeah. get well, over it <laughs> and that brings us to something the teenagers thing brings us to something that's kind of funny because marky actually had i was kind of just doing a little a little digging on twitter he has a lot of like younger stands in this election oh yeah there was a there was a twitter account that i marky saw stands. it marky was stands. it was uh marky's ed marky's goth gf <laughs> oh fuck yeah <laughs> That's lit as hell. Yeah, that is fucking so sick. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there was that. Uh, what else happened? Oh, so just the other day, the the Kennedy campaign tried to kind of criticize Markey because he hadn't been to certain areas in Massachusetts. But mm. it turned out a lot of the areas that they criticized him for not having been to were no longer areas in massachusetts they haven't been that hasn't been like a city in like a hundred years oh my good <laughs> god so they he had, had to, they an had old map don't fucking <laughs> he's, like, he's like being internet he's bullied he's like being internet bullied and he's fucking he's got an old map <laughs> Unbelievable. um they misspelled worcester on their yes. campaign materials too i saw that too yeah, yeah, some, some some flops on the part of the the young Kennedy campaign, <laughs> um, and then so Marky also had this really really good ad recently, um, where th- this was um, so basically he 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 has an ad where he it's it's really good. He talks about like the importance of of uh, of having union unionization among workers, um, the importance of kind of addressing the climate crisis with a Green New Deal. Um, and then at the end of this ad, this very inspiring ad, he, he does a play on the famous, uh, JFK quote, which is, it's Mm -hmm. something like, ask not what you, what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. So at the end of this ad, the camera pans to Marky and he says, with all due respect, it's time to start asking what your country can do for you. He just really sticks it to him. He did. Yeah. It was very good. And this allegedly is the reason why i believe pelosi decided to endorse kennedy right um yeah i mean allegedly yeah uh that's the that's the reasoning she gave anyway right i think i don't think that was really why but uh no definitely not yeah and Pelosi does not care about rules or like decorum or shit like that that's exactly right um and so that, that this goes against her kind of you know, formerly stated kind of thing, which is like, we have to protect our people, right? We have to protect our, our incumbents. But she decides to endorse this fucking, this challenger. It, I mean, it just shows you that like, they're always, always, always acting in bad faith, right? We should never like try to like play by their rules or be like, Oh, like this is like acceptable. Okay. We're going to hold you to this because they're never going to follow it. And there's no enforcement mechanism exactly and they will always 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 tell us that um all the sort of more bold policy uh proposals like green new deal medicare for all that those things are impossible quote they'll never work yeah brownie face but at the same time (laughs) they will do whatever they can to sort of thwart the campaign of someone who supports those things right or the or or even if they're an incumbent right um yeah, and, and then also what was interesting is that Pelosi's endorsement kind of goes against the policy of the uh, the 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 DCCC, which is the uh, the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, which is basically the group that works on behalf of House Democrats. 
their policy, it was, it was announced it was around a year ago, maybe a little more now, that they were going to blacklist any political vendor that worked with a challenger to an, a Democratic incumbent. So like if it was a firm that made like, you know, yard signs for a, for a challenger or T-shirts or something, the, the DCCC would no longer do business with that firm. Blacklisted. Blacklisted, <laughs> exactly. Instant blacklist. Jack Bauer in blacklist. Yeah, exactly. And, and of course, <laughs> and of course, the reasoning really for that was that that policy really kind of came about after we started to see these kind of uh, younger, more left-leaning, uh, progressive challengers to these uh, very comfortable incumbent Democrats, right, who have been in their positions for some Old. time, thirty years, like uh, when, like when AOC kind of upset. Joe Crowley, right? Yeah. So and so, can I um, hop in real quick on that too? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like you you can tell they never intended to actually support like, or they never intended to actually like follow the own rules they were laying out mm-hmm. because like for the year leading up to AOC's reelection, the year leading up to Rashida Tlaib's and Ilhan Omar's reelection, mm-hmm. there were uh like like centrist Dem um you know, like strategists and consultants and shit that were working on all those campaigns, right? They weren't employed as like staff for the most part, but like there were folks that were employed for all of those campaigns. So it's like always been selectively enforced. Right, exactly. Um, so yeah, ultimately the the outcome of this race, this is, this is a good thing, right? Now I was kind of worried that what we were going to have was, you know, Joe Kennedy in the Senate now and then, you know, in four five six years or whatever we were going to have a vote on on medicare for all and we were going to we were going to be one vote short and then it was going to be kennedy who decided that day no not he doesn't need medicare because he rejuvenates himself by feasting on human flesh (laughs) that too right he's he's a little biased right yeah he's a little biased (laughs) (laughs) um what 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 do we got next guys what do we chop chop all right um yeah thank you tyler that was great um (laughs) yeah it was all right taylor don't get get ahead of yourself right (laughs) fucking take it easy i think we can all agree fuck joe kennedy um yes i so yeah something uh, i meant to bring up earlier but um forgot to is that his campaign in the midst of their like complaining about people being mean to them online they actually got two uh two huge like leftist Twitter accounts banned um for oh like literally just saying fuck Joe Kennedy. They're like this is targeted harassment against me oh and my family. My fucking God. This is fucking this is Karening on, on a political scale. <clears throat> you just, just say it right now. Manager. Fuck Joe Kennedy. <laughs> fuck yeah. Joe Kennedy, yeah. Try to get us banned from Twitter. Yeah, oh my god. Please don't. Actually, but I mean, you know, you could try that might be fun. I deleted my um, Twitter, it doesn't matter, I'll say it. <laughs> Definitely. No regrets. Send all hate mail to TJ. Yeah, that's um, right. <laughs> one of the accounts that got suspended was literally the um dinosaurs saying fuck. And that was the whole Oh, it was it's always like dinosaurs. a random word after fuck, right? Isn't that what it is? Yeah. Oh. I think so. Or it's just like them saying fuck in a sentence, something like that. So did that's they so just funny. say like fuck Joe Kennedy and then they got banned? They got banned. They had like a hundred thousand followers. <laughs> it was probably it was a bot. Bad. It was most definitely like a bot, like <laughs> writing these tweets for them. Jesus, could be. I don't know. They were like done with illustrations too. Well, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was quite beautiful. Definitely check out the uh, yeah post mortem for uh, 
dinosaurs saying R.I.P. <laughs> pour one out. <laughs> yeah, pour one out. Dinosaurs saying fuck. <laughs> uh, all right. So y'all ready to talk about chop, or does anyone anyone else want to throw on one last fuck Joe Kennedy? Ooh. Uh, we can save them for later. We can save. We'll, them we'll hit one at the end. We'll circle back. <laughs> Definitely. More time. Always more time. Um. So. I'm sure y'all have heard about the chop, right? It was like pretty huge news for a little while there. Definitely. <clears throat> um, what do you What do you know about it? Well, I know it. It was sort of primarily like it was sort of like an anarchist thing. It was like the Capitol mm-hmm. Hill autonomous zone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it was like a sort of like a no cop zone. At least that's what I that's what I kind of had read about it. Mm-hmm. Um, totally. And yeah. From every like right wing news source, it was like the greatest force of evil that has ever existed in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, it was like super crazy watching how they were covering it. Businesses um, were getting fucking strong armed, and <laughs> and there was no food, and yeah, there was so much food there. It was crazy. Um, the, I don't know. So there were definitely a lot of things about it that I think are worth um like mentioning and noting. But I, I figured that maybe we could start off with a. Uh, like basic timeline of events. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, George, George Floyd was murdered by um, Minneapolis police on uh, May 25th. Um, I think like probably like starting that day or the following day, um, demonstrations started in Seattle. Um, I think they started like pretty much immediately and actually like gained steam like really, really quickly. There were like hundreds and like almost definitely like thousands of people um out in the streets like pretty much immediately um so the uh location of the chop was at the seattle police east precinct um which it's like super interesting the reason why it's in um like where it is right now at 11th and pine um is because that's that's capitol hill that was like traditionally a part of seattle that was like considered safe for gay people um yeah super gay people yeah exactly so there are like a lot of like like gay bars and lesbian bars and like i think probably fewer lesbian bars honestly but like a lot of drag i think like Mm -hmm. relatively safe space for trans folks there's a couple Um, places to get like free std testing and things like that as well totally so yeah i mean this was like a real like center of like strength for the um like lgbt Q community in Seattle and so that's why they put the East Precinct there was to like as like a, a sort of form of state terrorism against that community um, and to like try to get people into hiding and that was like the 60s or 70s I think um, so that's why it's there in the first place which I think is really important to remember it's not mm-hmm. like there's ever been a good relationship between SPD and folks they're actually supposed to be serving yeah um, for sure which you know is the the norm i think in every city in this country uh, unfortunately but so it was uh the yeah, protest started pretty much immediately after may 25th um from uh june 1st until june 7th there were like really big street protests like right outside the east precinct <clears throat> um yeah, I think part of this has to do with that's like a really populated part of the city. The East Precinct is right there. There's a park next to it. It's like a pretty good protest location. Um, 
and also like police had like really heavily fortified the area around there so i think it kind of made like a um kind of like a natural place for conflict um i think there was some concern that people would try to set the police precinct on fire because that's what happened in minneapolis but right um so yeah it was really fucking crazy uh there was like tear gas out every night there are flashbangs and pepper balls and blast balls and like rubber bullets and shit um national guard was there i was out there several times and like got hit with flashbangs and other people i know had like flashbangs and stuff explode like and like send shrapnel into their legs um like it was like really really crazy and like spd is known for just like being completely off the off the hook bat shit like the first day of like i guess protesting and rioting the the first big one uh, was on june 1st and it happened i think pretty much as a direct result of spd macing a 12 year old girl i think i think she was 12 yeah i remember seeing that all over yeah totally they maced her and then like shit really popped off like a bunch of spd cars got lit on fire um it was like really crazy um but so like yeah and at one point during that time on um on june 5th the mayor and the the police commissioner um they announced a ban on tear gas for the next 30 days and literally that night they were tear gassing people outside oh of the east God. precinct again well they and, can and, have and, a little and, tear gas as a treat though as a treat yeah well and, <laughs> and tear gas is like banned in like yeah. at least in 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 war right it's like a, yeah it's yeah like in a war, war correct yeah. it's considered a, a chemical weapon so it's right it's banned by the geneva conventions but mm-hmm. that only applies to wartime right um, so you, you should know. use it in the street. I mean, it's like a yeah, loophole. So, <laughs> they totally found a loophole. Fine. It's not a big deal. They said no <laughs> nuclear weapons during warfare. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is a domestic insurgency. It's yeah. totally different. Tear gas is fine. <laughs> um, yeah, it was crazy. So actually, like tear gas, um, like an area so big that, uh, like entire apartment buildings were tear gas. Um, so like whole families and stuff and like people with respiratory illness and in the um, middle of a pandemic like pets and shit yeah in the middle of a pandemic like yeah a lot of people were like really really pissed about that and i think it like really put a lot of people's lives in danger there were like thousands of complaints against them well and Um, i bet a lot i bet some of the anger about that got directed towards the chop too huh actually it seemed like um so the chop wasn't there yet at that point. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Okay, okay. Totally. Okay. But I, it seemed like people were really, really on the protesters' side at that point, for sure. For sure, yeah. There was, like, a lot of public support, and, like, people were generally, I think, pretty pissed off with how uh, Jenny Durkin, Mayor Durkin, was hand- handling it. Mm-hmm. Mayor um, Dirk. <laughs> Mayor Dirk. Big Dirk. Big D. <laughs> Dirk Nowitzki. Uh, yeah, it's like... Um, <laughs> It was pretty crazy. It was a pretty insane situation. I found out though that like Seattle police is so like laughably incompetent that um they fucking they had an old tear gas canister. I guess they were like breaking the shit out of the closet or whatever that they keep it in. Um for, you know, 
special occasions, but they had an old one that they said was defective. And so they threw it in their garbage or their dumpster out back. And the fucking thing went off in their dumpster and what oh is immediately sucked into uh, like their cooling system and they gassed their whole building and had to <laughs> oh, evacuate shit. it. Oh my God. Play stupid games win stupid prizes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> These fucking idiots threw away a tear gas canister just in the municipal garbage. It said best used by, and it was past that game, so I don't know what else you're supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> oh my it's god! Just like the grocery store, and then you have like Seattle crusties like digging through the garbage, like looking for old tear gas canisters. <laughs> that's definitely, that's how Antifa gets all of our munitions. That's true. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it was crazy. They literally didn't even last a day on banning that shit. Um, Jesus. But yeah, and they've been fucking going crazy recently. But yeah, so shop was established on the eighth uh, of June. Um, <clears throat> and it was doing good for you know a little while there. I would say, um, you know, I guess at least a few days. There was a few, a few days that were really great. I think before the first like terrorist attack that happened there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, which I think the first one was a uh, dude who was actually a Seattle cop's brother uh, took one of his brother gu- his brother's guns, the cop's gun, and he like um, took a, a magazine that was too big for the gun, like taped it in and stuff to try to load a bunch of rounds. Um, and <clears throat> Seattle police had like improperly installed car barricades. And were alerted to this fact, but didn't do anything about it. And then this car busted through the barricades. And then um, one dude saw that like this was happening and went over and was just like repeatedly punching the dude in the car. And he got shot in the shoulder, but was to- like otherwise fine. He like totally survived and is a complete badass hero. Um, so no one else was shot, and like dude immediately turned himself over to the cops who like didn't even make him like drop his gun immediately or anything it was like really fucked up wow um so like you know like that kind of shit was happening i think for like a large portion of the chop um it was after that attack that police abandoned the the precinct and actually like that's when the chop got set up they like took a bunch of the barricades police had and they like barricaded off like several blocks and they had like a bunch of tents and like a PA system and shit set up on the uh, the park out there. Um, and like I was down there a bunch of times. It was really chill. There was this really, really beautiful mural that was there. They were feeding a lot of people. There was like political conversations going on all the time, a place for people to give speeches. That's they sick. had uh, like documentary screenings. They had speakers. Sounds um, fucking evil, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was fucked up. So, yeah yeah my favorite part like, was the that they turned like cal anderson and the and the play field into a giant garden uh, yeah like, super totally. super sick it's one thing that i love about these movements you know i mean i think that there's definitely a lot of that happening at occupy to the extent that it was possible occupy wall street occupy ice in portland yeah totally. um i remember when that was happening they like first thing they did was dig up a garden which was awesome um I think it's like, you know, I've yet to, to like see anybody harvesting any food from these gardens because they're not there for that long. But Takes I think they're an awesome statement of intention, you know? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they dug up stuff. There was stuff was there um, on Monday when I went down there. I went down there for um, what was supposed to be a march and like they had like taken over. Right, I'll actually get to this. 
I'll actually get to this at, at the end of this. So I think that's a good, good way to cap it off. Um, <clears throat> but so like, as you said, Tyler, like the, uh, like chop, it was like, it was a lot of anarchist shit mm-hmm. going on, you know, it was like primarily organized by anarchists. Right. Um, I think in a lot of ways, there also a lot of other people there who were doing organizing, but I think that, um, anarchists really filled a niche in like for example like food distribution and like for sure getting supplies out there and like being out there making sure things are running mm-hmm. um but that's cool i think that's like a really nice way to have things organized in a lot of ways but like fundamentally it suffers from a lack of leadership um okay yeah yeah totally i think you know it's like i think a pretty pretty familiar story mm-hmm. um like by, at this point I would like kind kind of wish that we would stop doing this, but um, yeah, you know, it's like cool. Like I appreciate like leaderless movements, but then like when like time comes to make decisions, you know, it's like, well, then how do you do that in a way that is true to like everybody's intention? It's like I just don't know if you can like without like any leadership. And so like that's what happened on um, on June sixteenth. So like the mayor's office was working with some people who like they said were organizers, might have been organizers, but like. You know, certainly I didn't speak for everybody there. Um, and they came up with a plan to route traffic, route traffic through the chop. Um, and yeah, so this was a really big problem. Um, and I guess I'll like talk a little bit right now too. Like it started out as Chaz, the Capitol Hill um, autonomous zone, and then was changed to chop, which is Capitol Hill occupied protest. Um, I think a lot of the change had to do with like this perception that um this wasn't like an anarchist playground kind of thing yeah i think there was a little more intention behind it yeah people wanted to like give it a name that i think was more like actually like instructive of like what the space was um also it's kind of lame name too yeah definitely (laughs) sounds like a like a a rich yachting yeah exactly uh, yeah (laughs) wearing sperries and drinking white claws which also oh definitely sounds kind of sick but we all do yeah (laughs) Yeah. I would not be opposed to doing that. <laughs> Maybe that could be the uh, the cover art for one of our episodes. Us oh, all yeah. in Sperry's drinking a white claw. Oh, uh, <laughs> with, with Joe Kennedy. Yeah. yeah with you Joe know, Kennedy. I get it. Like, I think it makes sense. I think a lot of the, the complaints I heard about the Chaz, the name of it, I think there are definitely many that are, are legitimate. I think one that was particularly stupid was that it's not even autonomous. Like they have to get food from outside. It's like, that's not what sure. autonomous means. Like autonomous does not mean self-sufficient. That's actually, right. if you look up the dictionary for autonomous in the dictionary, it says had to get food from outside. See, <laughs> <laughs> not the Seattle trap. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like the dumbest shit. It's like, why are we all accepting this very specific definition of autonomous to like poke fun at this thing? Um, so that's my 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 smallest uh, axe I'm gonna grind, but um, you know, like it was cool. There was a lot of good shit happening, and like a lot of people were like meeting up and organizing there. A lot of organizations came out of it, which is cool. But um, when the traffic got routed through it, one of the primary justifications for that from the city was that um, like local business owners said that their customers were being harassed and like asked for like ids and stuff before they're allowed to enter the shop mm. which i can say from first-hand experience is absolutely not true Dude, <laughs> There's I got, absolutely nobody checking ids to enter the fucking place like that's i got in the craziest thing. argument with a member of my family 
about mm-hmm. this exact situation. Um, cause I had posted like a snippet of like, um, someone that had filming, uh, had been filming in the chop. Um, and like, it was like, just like nice shots of the garden and like the documentary yep. being played and things like this. And I was met with like, yeah, but there's like the cops can't get in there and like, there's rapes going on and like all of these like crazy mm. things. And, yeah. and I, and I was like, well, like, what is there like proof of that? And there was like no proof given. Um, and that was like another thing was like, there's people like checking IDs and like things yeah. like that. And like, I was met with proof Pure of like, yeah, I was met with proof of like some like people fighting. And I was like, yeah, but like that happens like normally or like someone was like spray painting. And it, this was actually yeah. funny. It was like someone was spray painting and other people went up to them and been like, hey, like, can you like stop spray painting that wall? And then they like stopped. And I was like, OK, <laughs> you just proved the point that like self quote unquote policing Policy like work. is effective. <laughs> yeah, definitely. 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 Yeah. It's like that was the shit that was going on there. You know, like it's, I'm not going to say like everyone was like doing good there were some notable instances of like bad shit happening but i think for the totally. most part if someone was being an idiot people were just like hey don't fucking do that and they were like oh shit sorry like <laughs> um like that being said like there was a case of sexual assault um but like it was like like broken up and like the person was like dealt with i think that was a case when they actually like let the cops come inside that was like one of the first cases but was that but, like, a- oh sorry go no, nah, what, what was your question? I was just say like, is that like a direct like? Did that happen yeah, directly not, because of the chop, or is that just something that like it's happens not because of the chop? Yeah, of course. Know? It's just like it shit happens in Seattle. It's a big city, like totally. Um, right. You know, and yeah, I think anytime you have a lot of people congregating, there are going to be some people who are like complete creeps who are going to try and take yeah. advantage of that. Absolutely, um, yeah, yeah, and I guess like that is. Yeah, that's a really good segue into, I guess, what I was um, thinking about talking about with the uh, like traffic rerouting through the zone, right? So, um, like, gun violence is a big problem in Seattle. Um, I think like not as much as like other places, but there are shootings here. I think like pretty much every day, mm-hmm. um, and I think that it was like a major, major security breach, like in terms of like keep being able to to like keep everybody safe who is in there that like they rerouted traffic through there um and so i think that's a really big problem i also want to note just really quick that uh that like the point of the point about like like people on the chop checking ids wasn't true but when they broke up the chop um the cops were literally checking people's ids if they were walking in the area oh my god i watched like, videos refusing of that. to let people go through if they like wouldn't show their id it was also, I watched a video of this like person that was like walking through and they're like, Oh, like, do you yeah. live there? And this person was like, Yeah, I yeah. live like up in Capitol Hill. And they were like, Well, we're going to escort you if you don't like show us your ID. Which is mm-hmm. like fucking psychotic. It is, dude. And the idea that you would like, you know, you're supposed to just trust that they will like not do something psychotic with that information. Yeah. So do you think that the rerouting traffic was like the, like the need or uh, like the, the, like the start yeah. of like the downfall? definitely yeah it was the beginning of the end for sure i think that a lot of people like cop like a couple people a couple protesters have been like or maybe not even protesters maybe like infiltrators or whatever um had been letting cops in and like helping escort cops to the precinct and shit um and people were pissed about that and then when the it was like the morning of the 16th when the traffic got rerouted and they started moving all the barricades and shit um, a bunch of people hadn't heard about that and a bunch of people were not okay with it and they felt like everything they had been fighting for was like, you know, 
being disregarded yeah yeah it was it like that was kind of like last nail in the coffin for a lot of people i think and a lot of people left um and then like a couple days after that there were two shootings on the same day um there was like a fist fight that uh like someone like got i guess escalated and someone put out a gun and uh shot a man named lorenzo young man named lorenzo um the second shooting that day was a hate crime. Dude said it was, you didn't know if it was like KKK or Proud Boys, um, but like white supremacists shot somebody in there. <clears throat> um, I think importantly that like, what, so one of these seemed to be gang related. The other was a hate crime. Um, both of these instances were used very cynically by the leadership of Seattle, the police leadership and also the city leadership. Um to like make this weird cynical case for oh these people are claiming they think black lives matter yet like multiple people of color have died in the chop like oh yeah you know, that's how like how do you answer for that yeah they always do that shit it's fucking crazy it's like that like that's your response to like gun violence in Seattle like this shit happens every day in the city and you don't get like an easy thing to pin it on like this right like yeah. yeah. It's just like the most insane, especially because one was a, a hate crime. Yeah. Like that's not perpetuated by like anybody in the chop, you know? Yeah. RIP to the chop. Yeah. RIP to the chop. And I guess like when one. you have sort of like a cooperative kind of like movement or like situation like this going on and you have all these forces from the outside that are constantly trying to derail it, it's mm-hmm. it becomes really difficult to handle those sort of like internal issues right oh yeah absolutely yeah it just exacerbates everything right yeah definitely i think that was part of the strategy right is to try to turn up the heat because they like knew that it was a loose coalition anyway totally um yeah and i mean i think that it's just like was this and like there are actually other attacks that happened too um but like this was all absolutely inflamed by city leadership, right? Like this, like this is what happens when you like lie for press, and then it gets picked up by right wing media, and then actual fascists come and start shooting into our rallies. Yeah. Well, there, I saw so many like comments on on like online, um, like YouTube and Instagram and shit like that of like, well, why doesn't someone just go in there? They don't want police. Like no one's yeah. protecting them. Like just fucking go kill them or Jesus fucking drop a bomb and like shit like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, there's, like, so much of that shit happening right now. And, like, for sure, some of it is bots, but, like, some of it is oh, definitely yeah. not. Yeah, like, that's fucking... Some scary shit. Definitely. Like, you know, this is... <laughs> it's it's the shit that we've been seeing for, whatever, like, three years at this point right now, since Unite the Right, probably before that, right? Oh, my like, God, yeah. Um, Like right-wing like fascists are like using cars and shit and guns and massacring people at protests and the democrats like can't get off their ass enough to do the whole like oh they're like you know bad people on both sides thing it's like yeah you, that's the strongest response you can muster are you fucking kidding me right. yeah totally um yeah it sucks <laughs> it sucks a lot um yeah, so I'll, I'll keep going with this timeline. We'll keep keep the ball rolling. Um, so uh, on the twentieth, June twentieth, there were two shootings. Uh, on the twenty first, there was a vigil for the uh, young man Lorenzo who was killed, um, and there was a drive by at that vigil where multiple people were shot. God. 
Yeah, which I think that one can be directly attributed to the opening, like the chop up, like yeah. the traffic through the chop. Like that is, you know. Wonder who that for, guy's voting for. for. What's yeah. that? So I wonder who that guy's gonna vote for. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Remember to vote. Like, oh, great. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh wait, real quick. Okay, I I fucking have to tell you about this. I cannot believe I forgot about this. Um. <laughs> fucking uh like during this time i think like somewhere around the 18th of the 19th someone had hacked the twitter accounts of like one of like the main organizers at the chop um and literally published this letter that like so the day before they were like you know storm capitol hill make tech workers clean toilets and grow food or whatever the fuck <laughs> and the next day there was literally uh just with no explanation this like um like screenshot of a notes page uh, sent out from this uh, this account that was like, okay, everyone, we've like had a lot of fun, we've like made a big difference, but now we all agree that it's time to go home, <laughs> and we also think that Jenny Durkin deserves our vote, and remember to vote Biden in November. <laughs> oh <laughs> my <sake>. god, <laughs> it was insane. I was like, who did this? Like. How that are you? A, how did you think this would work? An extremely tactical lib infiltration. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> True. Very expensive Yenage. political consultant. <laughs> yeah. So bonkers. Fucking ten thousand dollar notes page. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, guys, yes. this is really gonna get on. Trust me. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. This is how they communicate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's like emojis and shit. And- yeah, exactly. Like we think, vote Jenny Durkin. Smiley face, smiley face, heart emoji. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Truly, vote for Biden. Flame like, emoji. Yeah, <laughs> fire, fire, fire. Ice cream. Um, yeah. Please don't burn down the precinct. Fire, fire, fire. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was like truly just incompetence. Um, but uh, so yeah, there was one final shooting at the chop, which I think is like really important to talk about. Um. And so a little bit of context on this one. Um, So in like kind of response to the, I guess, reaction, you could say to the first gun attack um, before the chop was even set up, uh, people started carrying guns like some people did, um, like the security teams and stuff in the chop Um, in the chop. Yeah. Well, I know there was like a a, like a leftist gun club that was like doing security as well. John, uh, John Brown gun club. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah. who, yeah, I mean, definitely, like, yeah, shout out to John Brown Gun Club. But Shout out John um, Brown one time. Shout out to John Brown for sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know too much about John Brown Gun Club. I think that, like, there's some weird stuff with their, like, former... They started out as, like, Redneck Revolt or something, and then their, like, leader, like... I kind of uh, dig that like a domestic abuser. Oh, never mind. Redacted. <laughs> Redacted. <laughs> redact that please <laughs> gonna edit that out in post yeah that's um, a post thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah but so they're um so the i'll I'll restate that so the i think the former um like the founder of the like the organization that used to be was like um like had some like domestic violence sort of uh like charge against him or something like that um, so they changed to John Brown gun club. And I also saw something recently that they like know that there are like, uh, FBI or like other, um, 
undercover people in the club, but they don't know who they are. Wild. <laughs> She's like, yeah, bro, that shit sucks. God. Yeah. So, I mean, truly, who knows? Like, the fucking shop was crawling, crawling, crawling with, um, with like, infiltrators. For sure. Um, and, you know, there's just no way it wasn't. And, like, they're, like, yeah. This it's is, like, kind of doomed, out of the fucking doomed from the start. Of course. Yeah, I mean, it was open to everybody, right? There was, like, mm-hmm. there were always people trying to undermine it. Um, Should have excluded more people. <laughs> that's how you would by being mad exclusive just fucking yeah. super yeah like two hundred dollars like a, for a trip you should have turned it into fucking Disneyland for like to pay just to like get into that shit Amazon but for the revolution that's right uh, <laughs> oh, the revolution will be monetized go around to everybody and say uh, oh have you even read Marx yeah exactly <laughs> uh, definitely just turn it into the thing that right wing media actually thought it was but um, honestly, just why not? It's it's all over the just, news like that, anyways. At that point, just like yeah, send it, you know. Uh, <laughs> Full send. Yeah, the thing. So the you know, we can, I think we all agree that this is a pretty crazy tense situation for a lot of like random leftists, unseasoned right. leftists to be doing right. Like they were trying to defend against terrorist attacks, like on a like you know regular basis. Like it's pretty fucked up. Um, so I think that like a lot of people were pretty on edge for pretty understandable reasons. And I think that the city holds a lot of responsibility for that. I think Jenny Durkin, Mike Salon, the head of the police officers union and Carmen Best, the police commissioner. Um, I think they all like deserve a lot of blame for this, but also, you know, shop security deserves some blame for this as well. Um, but it seemed like a situation, two kids, one fourteen and one sixteen, were driving a, um, driving a stolen jeep i guess they had stolen it taking the plates off or something like that um supposedly there were gunshots somewhere around the area of the chop and then these two teens were driving pretty fast and uh hit a barrier of the chop by accident and uh mm-hmm. chop security came and shot one of them in the head oh. died immediately and then shot the yeah so the 16 year old was shot in the head and then i think the 14 year old was shot in the chest or something um he survived um but yeah it's like pretty fucked up so i you know like definitely don't like want to be you know hypercritical of people who were like doing their best to defend themselves against terrorist attacks i think that this was a pretty clearly a situation when they should not have shot somebody but yeah i think the reaction is um you know it didn't come out of nowhere and i think the city has a lot of blame for that as well um they don't know who did it um no one's come forward or anything so so i think kind of you know a a definitely a dark spot on the chop i think it was something that a lot of people pushed to happen and or didn't stop um Mm -hmm. yeah and then the next day it was uh, it was broken up police came out through there and took down all the tents at like 5 a.m and shit and kicked everybody out and arrested a bunch of people cheeky little police raid yeah, well, well, so I had read that, like, they declared the assembly unlawful, like, at night, like, around, like, 9 p.m. or something, and then, like, mm-hmm. less than, like, eight hours later, they just came in and just kind of, like, started, like, brutalizing yeah. people. It was, yeah, what Seattle police does, which is right. fucking 6 a.m., they go out and they they sweep a homeless camp. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. They do that shit all the time. It's just, like, truly insane. They did that today, actually. Um, at the same place so um 
I went back there on Monday, and there are people there again. There are people giving out clothes, people giving out food. In Capitol Hill? Um, yeah, in Capitol Hill at Cal Anderson. Nice. Um, they had, like, busted open a the kitchen that was there, and they were using it to cook and, like, feed people and stuff. And I was talking to some folks, and they had a garden going there again, and then, like, a, like a bunch of tent cities and stuff for um, homeless folks. And, um, yeah, and then... You know, they were just like feeding people and shit, just hanging out. Like no one even knew that it was there. Like it's not, it's not like this is like a, a big media point anyway. But cops came through this morning, arrested a bunch of people, swept all the tents. They throw away somebody's wheelchair. They threw away somebody's grandmother's ashes. Oh my! God. They threw away a bunch of medical equipment and shit. How Food. dare you be feeding people and giving them fucking medicine? <laughs> yeah, communist feeding a homeless encampment during a pandemic. Like, Socialist. <laughs> Anarchists. Wow. Law and order, right? Yeah, no, that's exact. It's it, anytime you hear someone talking about law and order, just refuse to vote for them. Um, <laughs> yep. And it's. I want to make it explicitly clear. That's because I am for chaos. I am pro chaos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, looting um, as well. I hope that doesn't undermine everything I've set up until this point. I'm I'm just kidding. It's fine. We'll edit it in post. You 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 never said that. Definitely. I am the Dark Lord Cthulhu. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. Andy, what do you what do y'all think about that? Yeah, I mean, I I think it's really unfortunate. I guess, I guess, like I said, um, well, or I guess like you guys kind of said, it was in a way doomed from the start, right? Just like any sort of uh, small scale kind of uh, movement based on cooperation that sort of tries to exist um, in a way outside of the kind of the confines of the state, right? Um, I think, yes. And especially with no leader. Yeah, no leader and not militant enough, I would say as well. Sure, yeah. I mean, and and I, I, and I, yeah. And I guess I would just like, reiterate that like any sort of movement that is trying to do what chop tried to do is going to have um major challenges coming from out from the outside and so all those kind of internal issues are going to be that much harder to address yeah definitely yeah i think that's a really good point it's like the outside pressure is i think a lot of what really breaks these things apart Mm -hmm. definitely um yeah. what uh what else did we have to talk about you guys <laughs> it's me um yeah i mean obviously i think it would be weird to have um any sort of uh talking about any sort of like current events without mentioning like everything that's going on in kenosha absolutely yeah um for sure uh specifically like more recent the whole kyle rittenhouse situation um so, I mean, I think it's obviously been covered in news, like, fucking an insane amount. But I'll just, like, paint a little picture of, like, what recently happened with this kid. Uh, so, obviously, there was, like, the shooting of Jacob Blake, right, where he was murdered by the police. Um, and then you have counter-protests to that, and then right-wing protesters opposing them. Right. Um, and one of those was this kid, Kyle Rittenhouse, who's, like, a 17-year-old kid who crossed state lines to join this protest. Um, mm-hmm. And he ended up killing two people and wounding another person. Um, And it was a big deal because, uh, you know, he walked past police afterwards 
um, and wasn't arrested, uh, wasn't apprehended until the next day. Right. He uh, like went home. Yeah, right? he went home. Yeah, he went home. Jesus. Uh, yeah. So I'll give you Across kind of like, lines. yeah. So I'll give you kind of like a, a like a little bit more in depth of the situation. So basically, the the first shooting took part uh, took um, place at this uh, car lot, um, and people weren't sure why the protesters were there. Like honestly, probably to damage property or something like that. Um, and so the counter protesters were there as well. Um, and uh, in the midst of that. Um, there was reports of people throwing objects, you know, just kind of like how it has been happening recently, water bottles, like bags, like really like non like damaging things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And obviously like a lot of these right-wing protesters were open carrying their guns, like cosplaying as if they were in the military, uh, fucking things like that. Um, so Kyle shoots this kid, um, and then he fucking gets on his phone and calls his friend and says, I just killed someone. Yeah. What the fuck? And fucking and takes off running, right? So he's on the phone with his friend. I just killed someone. He takes off running. And obviously people chase him. Um, and there's reports of people saying, like, hey, he just killed someone, chase that guy. A couple yeah. people are being like, yo, beat that beat that kid's ass, like someone stop him. Um, so there's a group of people chasing him. Uh he trips and falls in the middle of the street. Uh the second victim goes down to reach um, to take his gun and he also has a skateboard at the time uh, using it as from the photos it looks like probably as a weapon and also as like potentially a shield um, right. and yeah. he gets shot through the heart yeah. so he's dead um, and then the third victim is running towards Kyle Kyle shoots him in the shoulder um, and then he runs off uh, towards the police and he runs off and he has his hands uh, up in the air doesn't say anything but he has his hands up in the air and the police who were responding to a they were responding to a shots fired call not a uh someone is down or anything like that um so they fucking just passed him right by yeah it couldn't have been the guy with the gun no so he so he yeah he goes he crosses back to state line and goes home and isn't apprehended till the next day um and the police people on twitter found out who he was first yeah totally um and the police's excuse was basically like, well, there was a lot of people with guns out and we weren't responding to uh, someone was down calls, just shots fired. So we couldn't really tell who it was. God, he literally was walked up to a fucking police car and said, I just shot somebody. Yep. Like there is video of that. Yeah. But that was the police's excuses. There were so many people out there like flexing their rights um that they didn't know who it was basically yeah, that it was actually it was illegal for him to carry that gun yeah though, he's right? fucking so like- yeah yeah so he, so he got charged with uh two first degree murders um and then one uh attempted and then also like minor in possession of a firearm because uh you're he was too, he was under the age of 18 um and the law there states that you can uh, only open carry if you're 18 Right. So pretty fucking buck wild situation there. Right. And um, the prosecutor is basically saying like uh, he went there to use his fucking gun. Like he was yeah. dressed up. He had his fucking gloves on. Like he knowingly knew that he wasn't meant to open carry, but he went anyways with his gun. Mm-hmm. Um, he was also um, like a, a 
on a, like a deputy kind of, he was in this program um, in his hometown that was like getting kids ready, like underage kids ready to become police officers. Ugh. And you see that a lot in like, actually like, um, like shooters in, in recently, like mass shooters, like a lot of them have really? aspirations to be police officers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like his Jesus Facebook Christ. was littered with like blue lives matter, like shit like that. Yeah. And honestly, like, I mean, yeah, I mean like, you know, did he go there for the sole purpose of like shooting someone? Probably not, but it, he was probably one of those kids that you hear like, you know, if they come into my small town, I'll fucking, sh- you know what I mean? I'll right. Shoot he kind of, he kind of felt like he could do it if there was any sort of, you know, ostensible reason for it right absolutely and he um, would feel justified right. um he might still get away with it right and, yeah and, he might i mean still get away for it there whatever oh go for it well and, and whatever feeling he had of of being you know in the right and like that he was you know allowed to kind of use his weapon to defend property whatever feeling of that he had was exacerbated by the cops literally like hanging out with him and like yeah giving him water yeah. and it's thanking like, him absolutely I, like i gotta say like in this in, with this situation I, yes there's a lot of there's obviously he's responsible for what he did but so much responsibility is also on these cops because like i mean they yeah like like i said they were letting these militia like fucking losers yeah. like yeah collaborate with them in the streets to protect property and that's like, the whole game yeah and this kid's yeah. fucking parents too like yeah, yeah totally. why was he even there i mean and and that's fine like if, if i obviously preface this with saying that i am like very for guns and owning sure, guns yeah yeah and and, and mm-hmm. protesting with guns i think that's fucking great and that's tight. smart yeah I it's know. super smart and and that's fine if like all of these right wingers like wanted to show up with guns like that's that's their right to do it and i'm not going to get picky and choosy about who can fucking own guns mm-hmm. that's fine but also like like this kid's like parents like Okay, like I assume that they knew he was there, or like, how did he get there with his gun? You know, I think his, I think his parents were there with him. Oh, were they? I didn't see really? that, but that's fucking. I think, wild. I think his mom was there with him. I saw a picture of his mom dressed in like militia gear. I don't know if it was the same day, but I know that she had been doing shit like that uh, for yeah. a while. That's what I'm saying. Also, it's like it's on these fucking parents that like train these kids to like think that like antifa you know quote unquote antifa is like evil and like he's indoctrinated and yeah totally he's absolutely indoctrinated i mean yeah and he's you know he's at the age where you know he's 17 and he has access to the internet and he can make his own thoughts but at the same time it's very much on like the police and his parents for raising him to to think this is okay yeah absolutely complete failure yeah Uh, so many levels and also like the even more buck wild thing was like trump basically like defending this kid yeah um oh yeah he was quoted saying like when someone asked him about the situation he was quoted saying that was an interesting situation he was trying to get away from them i guess it looks like he fell and then they were very violently attacking him yeah this i think that like really this like speaks to the long history of police in the u.s and how like right-wing mob violence has always been a component of it oh Yeah. yeah um because they share the same like, ideology. Yeah, I mean, you all you yeah, have they do. They're the same people. Yeah. yeah, and you have Trump like demonizing quote unquote like Antifa and like leftists, um, like protesters mm-hmm. in like Portland and Seattle and all across about how violent they are and like we need to send in the National Guard. And then when like someone on the right wing actually fucking murders two oh, yeah. people yeah. and attempts to murder another person, like 
and then he's like oh well you know that was a different situation it was it's way different totally. they were like attacking yeah. him he didn't and like he was commenting on the situation after kyle had fallen but didn't meant like make any mention of the fact that kyle had already shot and killed someone like dude yeah just a little bit earlier story, if some fucking guy shoots somebody with an assault weapon and then runs away that doesn't mean it's like self-defense there are or, 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 no, i mean it, it, it kind of is self-defense when people chase him right those people sure, are defending themselves yeah because yeah. this guy has a fucking gun yeah and just shot somebody yeah like oh my god if there was like yeah. a fucking god forbid or whatever but like you know someone shooting up a school or a fucking something like that yeah. and someone were to attack them and and yeah. they fucking got shot it, like you know what i mean yeah. it's yeah. it's basically yeah. the same thing <laughs> yeah it's it ridiculous. is the exact yeah same it's the situation. same thing yeah. the exact same situation and like i think so, i saw someone on twitter uh you know made this point which is that all those people who are like, oh, like during a school shooting, why don't you just rush the shooter or whatever? They're that, also like, oh, Kyle was acting in self-defense, which yeah. is the most oh asinine shit. Yeah, this is yeah, this is what happens when you fucking rush a shooter. Yeah, I, I, this is crazy how many people are defending it. Everybody, like, all, like, and like, uh, you know, like all over fucking like Alex Jones's website and like oh. just like all over Fox News, they're making it as if like you know the left is trying to make him out to be some sort of terrorist and like all of these like things it's uh, like yeah, as if we're like because he is yeah, yeah as if we're like absolutely insane to like well, yeah, and, be upset and, that this he like murdered two people yeah and, and tucker yeah. carlson is basically like oh my god well, what, what choice did this kid have he felt like he needed to go and defend the the property it's like that he wasn't even a part of that like, fucking community yeah like he was cosplaying he was like fucking larping yeah like i think I think the thing that the right gets that the left does not get is that it's all about power, right? So, like, that's yeah. the response to all of this stuff is going to be based off of that assessment of things, Absolutely. right? Because they're not guided by any kind of moral purpose. No. Um, so, it's like literally, you have a, a literal, an example of a literal white supremacist terrorist, and they're rallying behind him. Fucking. Um, yeah. Laura Ingram, I think it was, was saying that, like, she wants him to run for president. Oh, my God. I saw that tweet. Like that's yeah that's that's who I want as my president. Like, yeah, are he's you like, are you fucking kidding me? mental. And like, I wish the fucking like anyone on like so, supposedly on the left in the U.S. would take the same fucking position. Be like, no, like I'm not gonna like cynically, you know, like allow you to like cynically exploit this point. Like I'm not going to condemn supposedly violent protests. Yeah, and on the fucking part of the leftists, like sure, it's just not that hard to like recognize this is about power and if you're not playing that way then you're guaranteed to fucking lose every time yeah exactly yeah yeah because like you said just i mean like for example we've got biden like over the summer now currently talking about anarchists right and you know mm -hmm. i you know unequivocally condemn you know looting and, and 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 anarchists and all this stuff talking about anarchists need to be arrested like Oh yeah. yeah, Joe Biden is coming out saying that shit, you know. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's like kind of another one of those things you talk about, where like the right understands it and like the left yeah. doesn't. It's like I, I feel like especially like now with this election, there's so many of our peers that are like kind of starting to get that like the left uh -huh. and like these like liberals like suck and yeah. don't actually <laughs> give a shit about us at all. Yeah. Right. And and like a lot of the things that like Republicans say about them are like pretty accurate. Um, mm -hmm and i think that's that's pretty interesting and kind of like good actually Definitely. that like people are are finally starting to understand that like 
these politicians for the most part like don't give a fuck about you right i mean like and the the republicans can be right about the democrats for the wrong reasons oh true yeah absolutely yeah Yeah, totally yeah right yeah for sure i see what you're yeah definitely you know and and i'll go for it i was gonna say some of some of the criticism that's leveled at like either party from the other is just bullshit oh totally yeah of course but i would say you know a significant amount of it is true enough definitely But yeah, so that's we'll see. We'll see if he gets uh, if he gets off, um, and maybe we can like uh, you know come back to this in another episode. I'm interested to see what happens. I I don't think that he'll get off, but you know, I think he could get a pardon. Yeah, he might. You think fucking D Trump hits him a, with a presidential pardon? Yeah, or or a commutation of sentence or something. Yeah. Come well, on. he's also in like juvenile hall right now, <laughs> like. Oh, he's not even in adult prison? No, he's in juvenile hall right now. Fucking of course. Which is good. You know, kids shouldn't be sent into adult prisons, but like why why is this the exception? You know? Yeah, why yeah, totally. When you have other like people, especially like um, you know, non white people that like yeah. commit less crimes and get like tried as adults, like why is this yeah. kid like just chilling in juvenile hall? <laughs> yeah, you know, like Khalif Browder, like the sixteen year old who was held for like three years for supposedly stealing a backpack in on New York. fucking Rikers Island on Rikers Island. Yeah, yeah, when he didn't even do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Absolute dog fun. shit situation. But we'll come back to it and we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. We'll definitely sure. keep talking shit about Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. <laughs> um and and I guess speaking of, you know, obviously the uh the Republicans and Trump, um we will we will get into the uh the convention, right? Yeah. Um let's see. Okay, Justin, did you watch any of the convention? Uh, no, you know, I, I love my tel- myself too much for that. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. TJ, you watched a little bit of it, right? Uh, yeah, I watched, yeah. uh, I just kind of like went in and out and like watched a couple speak, watched a couple people speak and then, uh, you know, mm-hmm. kind of had to like, my brain started to melt. So I turned it off. Yes, that makes sense. I had planned to watch all of it and then that did not happen. I, I watched under half. Um, I'm not, I'm not actually exactly sure how much, but. I watched a good few hours probably. Um, so overall, it was kind of not as entertaining as I, I would have hoped for. Um, I would have liked to have kind of seen some more of the, the kind of usual suspects, like maybe some of the NRA people mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. or like, uh, I don't know. Alex like who, Jones. Yeah, like, so, oh, yeah, fuck, yeah, like characters. Like give me some fucking characters. Like... Uh, or like maybe Duck Dynasty guy, bring him back. Ooh, what? Where did I actually loved that show? Yeah, what's wrong? Why? Why can't we have have him come back? I don't. I don't know. It, like, isn't that kind of supposed? <laughs> that's kind of supposed to be like part of the deal, right? Where like we basically have like you know capitalism kind of continues its catastrophic like downward traje- trajectory, and then like everybody's life gets worse. But every four years, we get like an extremely entertaining Republican Just convention humor. Yeah, where they just they just they showcase like all the all their kind of best and brightest, you know, up and coming mm-hmm. sociopaths. Right? It seems like weird. Oh, go that's, for it. Yeah. No, yeah, See, it's weird, right? Because they like th- that's what they've historically done, and there have been plenty of people who are like, you know, dog whistling, even uh-huh, like pretty uh-huh. loudly and all. Sure, like, no, mm-hmm. yeah, it. it, it I don't wasn't... think this. Oh, there hasn't been this much of an embrace of like open fascism, right? 
I, th- yeah, I feel like a lot of it was just like them trying to convince specifically white people that they wouldn't be racist yeah. if they voted for Trump. It, definitely. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. that's not definitely only are you that. not racist, but all of the other races are coming to kill you. Exactly. I think yeah, totally. <laughs> and like yeah. how Donald Trump wasn't racist, how he was just like yeah. really great. And, and, and I guess this kind of, so let's just, let's just, at least we can, we can kind of fantasize for a sec. Let's imagine if the Democrats had won in 2016, the kind of convention we would have gotten. You know, oh, like we, fuck. We, we, the good one. We, yeah, we would have <laughs> gotten like the the Dude, monster yeah, truck convention, shit. like the um, Herman Cain would still be alive. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> That's probably true, right? Oh my god. Um, we yeah, we would have gotten like you 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 remember those like the kind of Obama era like congressional ads where it would be like a Republican and he would like talk to the camera for like twenty seconds and he would say like mm-hmm. like you know I'm gonna get the government off your back because that's what I want to or like something like that mm-hmm. and then uh-huh. he would like write he would take a piece of cardboard and write in like big letters he would write like socialism or like Obamacare or like something and on then. Fire. Yeah, or he would put it down and then walk like fifty feet and just start like blasting the shit out of it with like an AR fifteen. Which is honestly like, like very sick. That's that's what we, we could have gotten that. But instead what we got was and I know we kinda talked about this earlier, law and order, right? Not quite as exciting. I mean and, Go ahead. And also just like loads and loads of like very casual lies that like oh yeah i don't totally. know if like they did that on purpose or if they just actually like well it's like that's one that's what you expect and we got that that oh, yeah. wasn't missing Definitely. but it was it just wasn't like it wasn't entertaining this time it was it was can, it was boring it was a snooze yeah. can i uh can i briefly talk about one one other tragedy of the democrats losing in 2016 uh absolutely um so in seattle for all the local elections pretty much there's this one guy who runs um who is he he legally changed his name to good space guy all one word i like that um and, sounds uh, good yeah, sounds good sounds space like yeah he's uh he's the weirdest fucking candidate i've ever seen in my entire life because his pitch starts off with we're all on planet earth but he just recently transferred into the trump republican party or sorry spaceship earth this whole thing is about spaceship earth like the Earth and he's like a spaceship. Trump Republican dude. Weird. Let him speak. I I want to hear about, <laughs> I, I want to hear about how the Earth is a fucking spaceship. Yeah. I would fucking a hundred percent watch Good Space Guy at the RNC. I would actually yeah. be oh. kind of happy if the Earth was a spaceship. That sounds badass. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? The fun fact actually is there's a documentary uh, Spaceship Earth about like the weird ass hippie biodome thing going on in California. Um, has Steve Bannon at the very end of it. So maybe maybe right. it's actually like. You know, true to form for like spaceship earthers. I don't really know, but some crazy shit. I'm gonna yeah. need to see some Project Veritas like documentaries on that. <laughs> James, <O'Keefe. laughs> yeah, yeah. The the spaceship Earth uh shit or spaceship Earth um documentary on Hulu is really good. But I'm looking forward to the uh you know conspiracy theory version of it. That's definitely, <laughs> where, where QAnon is in the spaceship or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Do y'all hear about the that QAnon got got, got doxed? Oh no. really? Yeah, he's the founder of 8chan. Oh my god. That's fucking makes so much sense. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Let's let's get let's talk about that on another episode for sure. That sounds very That sounds good. Maybe next one. <laughs> All right, Tyler, um, continue. Yeah, so back back to the, the the kind of boring convention though. I mean, 
so yeah it was basically it was all it was mostly about kind of appealing to the suburban voters right with the law and order yeah. kind of message um that was you know that was kind of a key uh, a key demographic actually for for trump in 2016 and they're kind of hoping that they can kind of repeat that right um and and frankly the democrats are are sort of doing the law and order thing too just it's like law it's like diet law and order right like kind of like what we talked about earlier um yeah we've got we've got both parties on the on this thing and 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 democrats have but they've sort of calculated that like if they rename enough streets and like say black lives matter enough just like use the words hit a quick kneel yeah hit a quick kneel exactly that that you know that people of color are going to show up for them regardless of them having concocted this like, you know, crime bill architect slash former prosecutor ticket. Right. And, mm-hmm. and then, and then with the Republicans, it's like, they kind of know they've got like the hardcore supporters in the bag, right. The hardcore Trump people are, are in the bag, but they want to make sure that they can, they, they, they need to mobilize those kind of suburban voters. Right. Mm-hmm. Like just like they did last time. Um, Can I add a, a small point here? Um, yeah, yeah, totally. Just that uh, I saw a poll came out today that said that compared to this time in 2016, Trump is actually polling about uh, I think it's 10 points better. Yep. Um, I, I think I with saw that Hispanic voters. Oh, okay, was. Okay. I, yeah. I, I saw a poll that had his lead, uh, Biden's lead, narrowing significantly. Yeah. Um, which is not good not good um yeah yeah, i i I don't know i've got a i've got a a a pretty wild example of one of the kind of the scare tactics that the republicans are are kind of using though so there was this uh trump uh it was a few weeks ago now so this is a tweet he says quote the suburban housewife will be voting for me they want safety and are thrilled that I ended the long-running program where low-income housing would invade their neighborhood. Biden yeah. would reinstall it in a bigger form with Cory Booker in charge. Well, oh that's like if I had if I had the dog like if I had the soundboard, I would do the dog whistle sound right now. That is what <laughs> all the dogs do. listening to this would be freaking out right now. Yeah, well, that's exactly what those fucking uh, lawyers that were a part of the RNC were talking about too. Like yeah. that was like one of my favorite parts when they were like <laughs> claiming that like families were in danger from like lawlessness and violence. And like the example that they used was like low income housings was going to be put yeah. into their neighborhoods. It's, it's, oh, yeah. it's, it comes down to a fear of integration in the suburbs. Just straight up yeah. say that you hate like poor minorities. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. You know, like it's the exact same sort of like logic that was behind the movie birth of a nation. Like the movie that was right. responsible oh, yes. for the plane resurgence. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. It's all about like the dangerous, you know, black man coming mm-hmm. for the white woman. Like that's what the whole fucking thing's about. It's like a tired ass trope. Precisely. Yeah. Um. So uh, it, some of the some of the the highlights in terms of speakers, though. So so we got the gun lawyers right. Like we mm-hmm. were like like TJ just said. Um. I was excited to see this. I was thinking this was going to be very entertaining. Um. It was okay. Um, they were they they were kind of complaining about like uh, chaos, anarchy, right? Just two things yeah. that Justin has formally endorsed now. <laughs> yeah. um, two things I'm strongly in favor of. Yes, and, and uh, they they were also complaining that so not a single protester outside of their house was got any charges, but they did, and they were complaining about that. And it was like, yeah, well, because. You guys brandished like assault weapons at unarmed people. It's yeah. like 
It's a very strange kind of like victim complex. These are the people that should not own guns. Right, exactly. <laughs> and I say that as a person who believes that almost everybody should own a gun. Yeah, exactly. Um, another speaker. That's a bad person with a gun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A, uh, another fun speaker was Kimberly Guilfoyle. This was the lady who kind of was seemed a little. She was a little scary, right? She, she kind of, <laughs> she kind of kicked things up a notch. I mean, she, she was kind of yelling like maniacally about standing for the flag, yep. um, like the horrifying possibility of what she called a socialist Biden Harris future. Mm-hmm. Which... It was very like like cult suicide oh, vibes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, she ended it by raising both of her hands as if Dude. she had, like just found Jesus and screamed, the best is yet to come. Yeah, wild. Oh my god. Um well, and like let's th- this thing, so there was a lot of this 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 rhetoric about I heard a lot of socialism, uh marxism, right? And it's mm-hmm. like Biden has not like okay, Biden has not embraced Medicare for all. He uh, is has not even been particularly receptive to like the current protest movements. No, uh, yeah. Well, that's an understatement. That's say. another thing. They claim yeah. that he was like they were like in Biden's uh, America. Yeah. He, he wants to take down the wall and defund the police. Yeah, it's like, like uh, that. Sounds... Biden doesn't even want to stop building the wall. Yeah, I was like, that sounds yeah. fucking sick. But uh, I don't think he said any of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's what I was gonna say. A bunch of they said a bunch of stuff that made him actually sound way cooler than he actually is. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, okay, so we had the headliner, right? Who was, of course, President Trump. So, who? <laughs> so he mentioned, uh, oh, the Biden Birdie Manifesto, which I'm not sure if that one's as good as the Communist Manifesto, but it's I, I'm I don't, I don't it's know. It's like yeah. Kirkland brand Communist Manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Biden being quote a Trojan horse for socialism. Again, that would be very cool. I would be, I would be interested in that. What does that look um, like? Like, <laughs> you think it's like an all blacked out like Antifa Trojan horse? Maybe it's probably one of those planes filled with Antifa fighters. Yeah, super soldiers. <laughs> they basically um, all look like Bane from Batman. <laughs> Are you guys super soldiers too, or is it just me? No, I'm a super soldier. Cool, very cool. Um, See you at our next meeting. Yeah, and then uh, we also had uh, so uh, Trump says that Biden wants to increase refugee admissions by seven hundred percent. So this is extremely misleading, right? Because the refugee admissions have been absolutely slashed o- over the past four years. So like, yeah. basically, he's fear mongering about Biden wanting to increase a number that has been like just like gutted, right? Also, it'd be, if it was seven times more, it'd pretty much be back to what it was under the Obama. That's, that's what I'm saying, right? Yeah, it's like it's been cut. I, I, I'm not exactly sure. Don't quote me on this. I think the number this year is only like 18,000 for like a maximum. Yeah, totally. I mean, it sounds right. I, th- I was going to guess 17,000. Yeah, it's like something um, like that. It's very low. For um, the for the, uh, the listener, um, Tyler and I work together at a refugee resettlement organization. Right, um, yes. Well, I think like I don't know if you remember the the numbers under Obama, but it was around a hundred thousand or one hundred twenty thousand a year. Right? I believe at times I I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so and it's so literally less than Obama was going to admit. Right, and well, and I think it's actually don't quote me on this as well. I'm pretty sure it's the lowest it's been since like the like implementation of like the refugee. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna yeah, quote like, you on that. So quote. <laughs> you you can um, quote me on that. Um, it absolutely is. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. I think like 
the like other like biggest drop off was uh world uh, sorry not world war uh 911 fucking 911 yeah. yeah yeah it was 911 under bush was the biggest drop off and before that it wasn't really a partisan issue yeah we we are we are in <laughs> uh in uncharted territory with the with with that issue anyways um yeah. so and one thing that was that I I got to bring attention to in this Trump speech. So he said uh, that basically he, the Repu- his own pledge and the pledge on behalf of the Republican Party will be to protect Medicare and Social Security as well as uh, healthcare coverage for people with pre-existing conditions. Okay, so Wrong. this like yeah no this is <laughs> ab- this is absolutely yeah bullshit. Um, like so okay the. Recent executive order that he signed for the COVID relief included a, it was a deferment of the payroll tax, right? So basically it was, it was a deferment from September 1st. So starting today through the end of the year, December 31st. And the payroll tax is basically that's 6.2% out of everyone's paycheck that goes Mm -hmm. to social security. And the way that works is it's matched by the employer, right? So the employee pays 6.2% and the employer pays 6.2%. And so this is how social security is funded. So, and, and okay, so here we go. So Trump in a tweet, I think it was, it was right around the time when he signed this executive order. He says, if I'm victorious on November 3rd, I plan to forgive these taxes and make permanent cuts to the payroll tax. So I'm going to make them all permanent. So just again, understand anything that where they talk about cutting the payroll tax, that is a cut to social security. Um, the, I, is it in the legislation that that's how it's funded? Uh, I'm in in which in the executive order you mean, or in the social security? Like, is it's, it in like the way that social security is codified? I believe I believe it's in like the so it's like probably under the Social Security Act. I'm not positive though, but I know that yeah, that's okay. kind of how. Um, at least that's a significant part of how social security is funded is, is through the payroll tax. Totally. Um. So yeah, any kind of like grandstanding about how the republicans are somehow going to protect social security never ever they did, they believed didn't that. even do it this time no like yeah they campaigned on it and didn't do it yeah in fact i'm quite sure that after the election will if if trump wins after the election we'll probably hear more talk about this this uh like some sort of attempt probably to privatize um and and i guess it's a little it seems a little strange to me to be talking about this right now before the election considering that social security and medicare are like two of the most popular public programs that we have in this country um so i don't know we're we're getting into weird some weird some weird shit i don't know what the plan here is um but yeah that was uh that was the Republican convention. Can we get? I have I have some honorable mentions. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Okay, so first off, Herschel Walker, like the football player. Okay. Went on this. Who's that? Exactly. Who does he play for? Do you know? I don't off the top of my head, honestly. Um, but Lord. he went on this wild tangent about how Donald Trump went with his family to Disneyland, and rode the "It's a Small World After All." ride with with his family (laughs) and like it really just felt like a hey like let's find someone that's not white to talk about how great trump was like they they hung out with trump (laughs) yeah it literally like there was no it didn't it was nothing it was like literally just a story about him going to disneyland god damn which was fucking wild 
Um, Trump is such a monster that he has to like do shit like that to appear normal. Absolutely. Exactly. Um, and then uh, Larry Kudlow, right? That's how you pronounce his yeah, last name? Yeah, the yeah. Economic yeah. advisor. Kudlow. Kudlow? Yeah. I don't fucking know. Uh, like he claimed that uh, the presidential leadership was swift and effective to fight COVID. Absolutely. Rever- and like also referencing yeah. COVID in like the past tense as if oh, it was like not a thing anymore. And that like Trump did an amazing job of fighting COVID. Yeah. It's like a thousand people a die every yeah. die every day. And he like <laughs> basically refused oh, to wear a mask God. up until recently. Right. Um, but I just thought those two were my favorite, like very like laughable RNC oh. moments. Yeah. Just... This shit is so crazy. Yeah. Those are definitely good. Good to talk about. Um, just a little honorable mention. insane. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. I wanted to um, to bring up something that I thought was interesting. Um, if now would be a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, so, uh, are you all familiar with the coin shortage? Yes. In the US right now? Absolutely, yes. Oh, really? Super weird. When yeah, I, so, what were you saying, TJ? Oh, you saying, got a story about the coin shortage? Well, I just went down to, <laughs> to California to see my grandma a couple of weeks ago, a very small town in Northern California. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, that is when I first saw, I think that was kind of around the time when it was like first really hitting like all of the coin shortage signs. Yeah. Super weird. Right. And like, I don't know. It's not, not clear to me exactly why it's happening. Um, I just think it's an interesting parallel between uh, like having a coin shortage now and like a story that uh, a professor I was close with in college told me he was in, um, he was in Russia during the collapse of the Soviet Union, um, and he was saying that, uh, like, all the coins that you needed to operate the payphones were no longer uh, available. You couldn't call anybody because people had melted all of the coins down for their base metals and shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I was told wow. that it was because people were just started, like, because of how, um, like, shit the economy is. People were just started, like, hoarding coins change yeah hoarding Jesus change Christ. Damn. that's dystopian yeah good. it's like fucking like if you ever played fallout like neca cola yeah. caps like people are just like hoarding <laughs> damn yeah, yeah. i mean i don't know like, if that's that is grim i don't know if that's the proper reason um but that is what i was told uh what i was down there uh by a uh cashier hmm. yeah but even I that mean, does not bode well like that's a bit fucking dodgy yeah, no, that's like extremely bad, bad sign, I would say. Um, in terms of relative like signs of how things are going to go, that's a bad one. For sure. Yeah. Um, well, guys, what do we think? Are we, uh, are we good to wrap it up? I think that's yeah, the end do- of uh, episode one. I think do we that- want to try and end it on a happier note? That way, like, we're not just leaving people with a real bummer. What, what do you got, Justin? Um, so, well, uh, a bit of good news and then something funny that I saw this week. Um, good. (laughs) So, uh, Marquita Bradshaw, if you haven't seen this yet, um, it's pretty amazing. She's a DSA endorsed candidate for Senate, um, in Tennessee. Very nice. She recently won her primary against, uh, like, yeah, establishment Dem type. Oh, hell yeah. Who outspent her, I think. Very cheeky. Very cheap. Outspent uh the yeah, the the establishment outspent them like a hundred to one. Oh my fucking god. Fucking crazy. I think they like like raised the total of like 
$18,000 or something for a Senate race, and Jeez. they won the primary, which is Dude, super dope. Inject- She's like a really badass Fuck yeah. um, socialist. Just inject so. that oh, into well, my yeah. veins, please. Yeah, right? Just so that's really, really cool. Nor- Definitely check out Marquita Bradshaw. Um, God, I hope she wins, but I'm I don't just claim happy that she won her primary. I don't claim socialist, but uh, I'm down. I'm down with her. Hell yeah, we'll, we'll get we'll get down. Like, yeah, totally. I, mean, I think we could have like a rich discussion on our uh, particular brands of leftism or whatever. Absolutely, I think that'd be good. That sounds that sounds very rich. Maybe we can do that for a, a Patreon episode oh, after we have Patreon. like 600 followers. <laughs> I'm sort of just here for that sweet, sweet Patreon money. Just here for that $5 a month, man. Just yeah. give it to me. Hopefully um, Georgie doesn't get jealous. Yeah, I was going to say, my Soros bucks are running out, so <laughs> it's on the Patreon. It was only 1200 bucks for the whole year. Yeah, exactly. Um, fucking, uh, yeah, so that's cool. Like, love to see leftists in power. Um, And then a fun personal thing was uh, my, like, a couple friends came over to hang out in the backyard Mm -hmm. socially distantly. One of them has a little puppy that's a Pomeranian Chihuahua mix. Oh, yeah, Um, I don't know about that, actually. It was, (laughs) like, this shit, like, literally, like, was small enough to curl up in my hand and sleep. Oh, that's pretty And at one point... I had my bong out on the lawn and it just ran into my bong and the bong barely moved at all. And the puppy fell down and it was like, Oh my God. Absolute cutest. Jesus. Love That's the future it. liberals want. <laughs> yeah. That is the future. <laughs> very small dogs and very sturdy bongs. <laughs> if you vote for me, I promise sturdier bongs in 2021. Yeah. <laughs> God. All right. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. Good, good show, y'all. See you next week.